Can we say that it is partial evidence that, you know, you can beat success into your children? Can Thank you for calling Phantom Park Society. We have reached the curious Have a curious mind? Then dial 605-866-8404 to talk to Jamal or Deb. That's 605-866-8404. Curious minds required. A fucking amateur. Podcast for the curious mind. I don't know what that means. Broadcasting live from a German made microphone deep within the bunker of a multifamily dwelling unit in three South Dakota. I am Jamal with Devin, Monty, Chris. Uh, how you guys doing? We we made good. it to I, Sunday. I, good. I got a question. Mm. Mm, all right, Monty. Where were you looking out out the window, bud? Who me? Yeah. Oh, my neighbors just pulled up with their big ass fancy trailer and everything. So Monty's currently spying. currently he's spying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not spying. Monty's... We look out for each other around this neighborhood. You look like a drug yeah. dealer, Monty. Ah, that's fine. What's the matter? <laughs> You do. You look like about the size of bags. <laughs> it was a long night, man. It was a long night. What'd you do? Uh, What'd you do? I went to the Padre game last night, mm. and then so it was like free beer mm-hmm. because of the tickets I bought. So I didn't have to pay for anything. Well, other than the tickets, and then we proceeded to go to a bar down the street once we got home, and that was like the end of it until like two thirty, and then came home, and it was. Like, hey, let's have another drink. Let's have another drink. Next thing, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm done. So How many it's... of those $14 beers did you drink? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> A lot. Were they $14? Are they the big cans? The yeah, big it's cans? the tall cans. Yeah. Oh my Lord. The missiles. What were you drinking? What kind? Just Bud Light. Just Bud did they win? I, they had a, yeah, they won. I had their, uh, their, what is it? Their Fryer Pale Ale or whatever it is. And it was pretty fucking good. It was pretty good. Damn, you drinking an IPA and you had that many? Yeah, I had two IPAs before we even left for the game. So how many beers did you drink yesterday? Equivalent. I don't want to disclose Case. information. Case. 18? Yeah, at least. Oh, yeah, man. 18. Oh. Not, include, not including what I had at the bar, probably. Chris May. Because people showed Piss. up here yesterday to my house at like 2 o'clock. This so. is the same color as that fucking hat you're wearing. You need to get some water, <laughs> yeah. son. I got Black Rifle Espresso with cream oh, this, snag, this oh, afternoon. Do you see so, that shit with the uh, the Cowboys? Like no. posting that Black Rifle fucking coffee, and then like because of the Valdi shooting, like a bunch of fans are giving the Cowboys shit for fucking sponsoring with a freaking rifle. Oh my like a, Dallas a company that has a coffee called AK forty seven. Yeah, I have it. I have a bag of it. I haven't opened it yet. Is it good? Yeah, no. It, it was in the news. Oh, you haven't opened it. Uh we can. We should get them as a sponsor. Black rifle? Awesome. Yeah. We just got to become a little bit more conservative. 
Yeah. <laughs> just we'll just like say Trump once an hour. Just whisper it in the back. Trump. Oh, that's that's how conservative they are. I, well, I, yeah, they because it's always like the conservative talk shows that have the black rifle coffee. You know, I know yeah. Lindsay's not here, but I bet she drinks that shit, or she would if she wasn't, you know, prego. <sighs> Jesus, that's such an inconvenience for the rest of us. Ooh, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> I forgot we're live. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> hey, uh, if you got a problem with the show, call six zero five eight six eighty. Uh, uh, speaking of which, we do have a live, and we do have, uh, we've been getting voicemails all week, so I'm excited to share those, but before that, uh, do we have, uh, do we... Monty's drink of the day! I love these, these are my faves. Oh, you gotta keep going! Uh, I got, you want me to play the whole thing? It's loud, yes. he's hung over, I don't, all right. See, I'm already slurring my words, I already fucked up. At this point, Monty's trash. What's the drink of the week, bud? I'm trying to work my way to that D-cup, bro. Mm. You can rely D-cup. on me. The IPA. It's a big award winner here in San Diego. It's really good. It's a good, it's a big award winner. It's a big award winner. It's pretty good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's gonna be good. It's good. It's good. It's alright. It's pretty good. It's good. Monty's drink of the day. What is it, oh my God. Come on. I'm having coffee this morning. That's what I'm having. There is no beer. In I, I would say the yet. drink of the day was this fryer beer from yesterday. He had oh, fucking 10 of them. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> there is no beer yet. Even though, yes, All I right, know so that no beer. dog All is right, going to no, be needed. Fine. But uh, it is Black Rifle Espresso with creme. That counts. That counts as drink of the day. I was gonna say, put a little vodka in that, bud, dude. It Toot your good. horn, get feeling a little better. I'm Some whiskey. To these things. Ooh. I am addicted to this black really? rifle. So I recently bought their subscription box stuff, and then I found out they have iced coffees mm. in these cans, 300 milligram and 200 milligram of caffeine, and I am addicted. Can't wait to just shit your pants, fucking down I already your did that. I already did oh. that. You know. When you eat about five hot dogs at a game, oh, you know. that's why yeah, I yeah. I want to get into coffee so bad, but man, I just my butthole opens up like the pearly gates and just <laughs> that's part of the pro like that's part keeps of you the, regular my yeah man cleans you out man keeps your body fresh and clean you know speaking of black rifle well, coffee my what butthole's about... not an outcast wow. did song, you did so you I don't just need to be so fresh and so clean man. May, did you just step over me? Is that what you fucking just did? He had a really good line, though. And you were I know. I know. He focused in on it. But we were moving on. Pay attention. God damn it. It was a beautiful segue. Black Rifle Coffee. Black Alien gets shouted at by people and run away. Ruined it. Oh. It's all ruined now. I'm very well, upset. Well, you could still, like, we were still just talking about coffee, though. I know. Just... Have you guys seen the uh, pictures of the uh, guy who's identifying as a black alien? Mm. The what? No. Wait, you want to share a link there, Corey, for it? This guy is a fucking certified freak. Why can't you share He's it? He's self-identifying as a you. black alien. There you go. I'll find it. Give me a half second. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to send uh, two links, actually. No, just screen share, and then we'll all share your screen. Well, That's how this all right, works. That works. Where are you sharing it? Oh, God. <laughs> Live show. Well done. I'm just just going quick. (laughs) All right, let's see this. Look at this beautiful mountains right there. That's an actual photo I took. I can see it right there. 
That's nice. I like that compound in the bottom there that's, on the uh, left. Yeah, that's Vail Valley right there. <laughs> See this? Me, the UK man who sliced off his lips, nose, and ears to Ooh, become look. a black alien. Here you go, right here, bud. There it is. See it? There it is. Oh, my oh wow. God. Is this sack of shit that tried to become Lizard Man? Like it's a Frenchman. No, no, no. This is a different guy. This is, uh, yeah, this guy. I mean, do aliens wear white beaters and 1950s jackets? <laughs> I don't think so. Jacket. Jacket. Are those got, like, pants got a tie? Bro, those pants got a tie string on them. Those are sweatpants he's wearing. He cut two healthy fingers to make his hand resemble a claw. Yeah. What? Yeah. There's How a pissed? whole YouTube video. Like, oh look at this. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking nut job. Is this the faggot before he changed? Whoa. All right. All right. Come on. I know you're tired. Wake up. Uh, the here's 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 some more pictures of him. No way. No way. Is that a front look man? Look at his head. Yeah. It's all. His eyes, his lips. What this cost? Look at this guy. Oh my! There's his nose. Got grill. Look at his nose. Chopped yeah. his nose off. Cut oh, his I nose can, off. I yeah. That. That's crazy. I wonder He's, uh, if he did it himself, or like, oh. like when you cut your nose off, did he like put it on the counter and whack with a knife, just one See, quick swipe? I, I feel like this headline's better. Man transforming into black alien gets shouted at, and people run away from him. <laughs> like, saw this walking on the street. There, you like, what say, the yeah. fuck? Can you imagine going to the fair and seeing this guy walk on a bar around the fair? Oh, Do we I have? Get, does it can say I get a Bente latte, price? please? Huh? Does it say anything like how much this has cost? It, you know how much it's cost? I don't know. How is he even employed? Well, I know, but like, it, I mean, this is not cheap. Like, it's got to be expensive to get oh, this yeah. shit done. Can we bl- play the game of where this guy's employed at? Ooh. First of all, I don't I'm know. It, you think his name's in here? His name's Anthony. Uh, Shit. Probably in a cubicle selling fucking insurance. Anthony Lafredo is his last name. He's a Frenchman. So he's speaking to you with a French accent. Oui, oui. Underground procedures. But if, if your nose is cut off, do you sound funny when you talk or no? <laughs> Imagine the amount of airflow that guy's got. It's got to be oh, great yeah. for uh, running marathons. Maybe that's what he does for a living. He just runs. I mean, it's all aerodynamic like a mint or something. It just like, <laughs> like imagine the booger sugar he can take. Just he, he uses just a fucking two inch hose. <laughs> just a whole nose beard in one shot. He can never go swimming because his freaking septum is all messed up. He's like, I, I can't go in the water. I'll just drown. God. He's like, put these in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, that's uh, that's pretty rough. Ugh. Why would you do that? Um, did you guys? Hear? There's no, there's no good segue out of this. No, no. I don't, I don't know what to say. You know, this well, how pissed exists? How pissed is this, this person exists and gets to vote? How pissed is this guy going to be when aliens show up and they look like humans? <laughs> oh, they don't even look anything <laughs> they, like. Oh, yeah, they're like, bro, thing. what the fuck's the matter with you? Well, it's just uh, his neighbor. Like, his yeah, neighbor just kind of, his eyes change. He's like, what? Yeah, yeah we're in human form. <laughs> None of that fucking freak show stuff you got going on there, bud. Uh, why are you giving us a bad name, yeah. guy? 
Speaking of being given a bad name, a New York cop is on desk duty after arresting an EMT who hit his police car with an ambulance door while bringing a patient into a hospital. Who's in trouble? A New York cop. He's on desk. The cop's in trouble. Yeah. Hmm. Because what do you do? So the EMT was unloading a patient into the emergency room. Okay. And when he opened up his ambulance door, he banged it into a cop door. Okay. So the cop arrested him. What a piece of shit, cop. (laughs) (laughs) You did this to trigger me. (laughs) No. No, I just thought an officer in Rochester, New York, is on administrative duty because he was arrested for doing that. Yeah. Oh, he's in trouble. Perfect. Yeah. No, they, yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. That's like I, the EMT. He, he threw a tissy fit at the EMT. And yeah, then he got in EMT needs to sue the city and get paid too. Might as well. The investigator insisted on identifying the EMT who insisted on bringing the patient into the hospital. The twenty-four second clip of surveillance footage showed by uh, Lewis here of him slamming into the uh, into the cop door. I, I'll share my screen with you guys so everyone can see it. Uh, oh, please. Ooh. Oh, a chick, Ooh. too? What a wow. fucking pussy. Dude, go wow. beat your wife some more, you fucking clown. Administrative leave? He needs to be fired. Do you think? Yeah. Do you he think? was quick with those cuffs, though. Man, he didn't waste no time. Yeah. I'm glad she that didn't resist or nothing either, but yeah. What a piece of shit over a car door thing. Yeah, I thought that was. It's like the, uh, are you going to uh, share that Florida man news? <laughs> uh, Yeah, go ahead and share it. Damn it. Florida man gets arrested for uh he threw a hot dog at an officer. <laughs> Florida man officer with He also has a uh, tattoo called Hustle Eat and Sleep. Repeat, tattoo charged with throwing hot dog at a police officer. Now, this guy was selling hot dogs at a show and I guess he was. It was past his permitted time to sell hot dogs. I guess for the city ordinance, like past eight o'clock. So the cop was, yeah, the cop was harassing him, telling him to close up shop. He's like, "Hey, the I got a couple like, no. dirty dogs left. Just let me get rid of them." Yeah, ah, you want a hot dog? You like a hot for, dog? So he's getting charged with felony <laughs> battery of a law enforcement what? officer. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yes, he's getting you're getting a law enforcement officer and resisting an officer without violence. Okay, Did so the like hot dog water, get on the cop. <laughs> That that sweet glizzy juice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. the police officer told Stroll he could no longer sell hot dogs on the roadway after his street closure permit ended. An officer asked Stroll to close up shop, but he continued to try selling a hot dog. The court Mm -hmm. documents say Stroll became frustrated and threw a hot dog at the police officer, (laughs) who was in full uniform at the time of the incident, according to the station. So uh, he was booked. I couldn't believe they're hitting him with felony. Like, it's a freaking hot dog. It's a hot dog, and you're going to get charged with a felony? Bitch. Yeah. But he posted $2,500 bail. Like, in my opinion. So, $250. I'm pretty sure this is going to get knocked down. I was going to say, can you imagine the judge when he sits in front of him? Yeah, the judge is going to sit there and look at the cop like, you're a piece of shit. Case dismissed. (laughs) What happened? That's what I would say. (laughs) I would hope so. You don't understand, Your Honor. You don't understand. It's going to be a. Yeah. It's going to be a $500 fine. Officer Dookie. Yeah. yeah, he should have got a fine for, like, maybe, uh, you know, uh, what do you call Lettering? that? Disorderly in public. I don't know. You know, something like that. You thought like, I understand, officer. It was a foot long. He threw a foot long at me. <laughs> <laughs> he got mustard all over the front of me, eh? 
fucking foot long bra. I thought we were in Florida. We're, it we're is now Florida. In, we're now in the Maybe it's from Brooklyn. Maybe he got cops. fired. Maybe he got fired in New York and he's working in Florida. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you never know. Okay, I was just wondering. I didn't know. Aren't the, the most Florida. corrupt cops come from the upper side anyway? You know? <laughs> That's that true. That's just a horrible <laughs> assumption. All our cops are righteous individuals. Uh, I'm sure that the EMT did something too. Uh, did I tell you about our new phone number? 605-868-8404 if you want to make a phone call or leave a voicemail. I'm looking forward to some of these voicemails. Uh, do, I mean, I, is it time we play the clip? Is that what we're doing? The the yeah, Curious Mind line? All right, I've been told this was too long, but fuck the haters. Oh, this is the voicemail? This is the emergency garage. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our mind to take the following steps. If it's slow, it's slow. Emergency garage, garage, garage. So spooky. Podcast. So long. Hang in there. Still not there. It's like calling my fucking grandma sound. It's a curious mind line. Still waiting for the voice. All right, all right. That's uh, I think that's good. I got trimmed down a little bit. Just a little bit. After re-listening to it, after re-listening to it, the whole intro. Probably you start talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably a good idea. All right. uh, Now I don't know who this uh, this person is. This first time I'm listening to it, so uh, let's uh, let's listen to a couple of voicemails here. IPAs taste like shit. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. We all know who that is. Okay. God damn it. Uh, All right. Well. (laughs) Oh, here we go. (laughs) <laughs> we got uh, the next day, Saturday, ten fifty one. We got a uh, message on the Curious Mind line. Hey, it's me again. I'm whispering because I'm in the bathroom and I don't want to be putting on the phone. Just wanted to let you know that IPAs taste like shit. Okay. <laughs> Seems like. Oh my hmm. god! Hmm. The best. Um. Well, we got a call today too, but now I'm now I'm curious. You know, I feel like this. I'm getting, oh I'm yeah, trolled. I wonder. All right, here we go. Here we go. I got a new segment called Maverick on the Toilet. <laughs> I really got to make better dinner decisions. Anyways, just want to make sure you guys don't forget IPAs taste like shit. Okay, All right. <laughs> definitely. Uh, hmm. Oh my god, what are we doing? <laughs> I think that the, was smell, the smell of his shits reminded him <laughs> that, that I've been at. Indeed. That might have like been it. This, I mean, I'm looking forward to the uh, toilet talks. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I, wonder, I wonder if this person's even married. You know, no way this person can have a wife. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it's possible. I don't know how it's possible either. Seem to be really um, focused on one small segment of the show, not anything about conspiracies either, which was heartbreaking. No, but, it's you just know. all about all right, you IPs, know. Yeah. like shit. Yeah, I mean, hey, we all have our own conspiracy theories, and that might be one of them. Uh, the CIA propaganda to making people think IPAs taste better to improve cells. Okay. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> what? 
You are not going to start a new conspiracy theory. <laughs> ah, wouldn't that be sweet if we could start our own conspiracy theory? That would be awesome, actually. Right? Where the hell? Where? Did, Have it be fully documented. Say what now? He has no nanny. He is the nanny. No, there is no oh. name given here. No. Huh? He just dipped. May just dipped. Oh, May because he's dipped. the nanny. Oh, he's the nanny. nanny he's the... Is, his nanny canceled on him today. Remember? Remember? Yeah, he's probably like spanking the kids or something. See, he even muted his mic. I muted it for him just in case. Oh, like, the kids cool. start screaming. <laughs> Maybe if he's got the paddleboard out, just fucking. Yeah, what? Yeah, he well, like I told you, ran. I'm on a podcast. Like on the Christmas story when he just swarts. And he's like, do you know what? My son told me you heard from your son. <clears throat> and like the F word. And you just hear her just start beating. What'd I do, Bob? Ah, just getting beat the shit out of. <laughs> Kids these days. Uh, I know. It's oh, horrible. Uh, well, I, fucking, I guess, you know, I don't know what we're supposed to do here. I don't know. This is the beauty of the podcast. Continue on. We can yeah. edit it out. Just continue. Carry yeah. on, Mike. Carry um, on. All right. Uh, we're doing a show on Walt Disney. Today. Oh, wait. You muted him. You got to unmute him. him. Was, yeah, you got to unmute him. Listen, that there kid screams one go. time. You're getting muted for like... Uh, there you <laughs> go. See? All right. Muted. Oh, Akio, baby. You know what? I couldn't think of anything more perfect than having a baby for tonight's show on Walt Disney. I'm sorry. This is true. This no, is, no, no. This, it's, no, it's perfect. children happiness. Yes. Pure yeah. magic for the majority. Uh j- hello? What's up, bud? Uh, yeah, we... Oh, fuck off, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You can, you can just mute your own mic. You, That's you, fine. You can listen. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You can just listen, man. Just listen. Pop it when you want. <laughs> he, the baby heard Walt Disney and already knows what's up. That's what yeah. this is about. Uh, child looks well, like when... I fucking jumped the fucking gate because oh, like, uh, right, now there's stuck, children present, so you can't just be dropping the f bomb, man. Eh? Um, that it. child looks like one whole that stuffs is like things in the outlet. Bleeding. Okay, All right. <laughs> he tried to jump the gate and hurt himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's how you know you're old. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, awesome. you don't want to know, like, you don't want to end up like Mike Tyson, you know. What happened? Too soon? Like, what? Didn't he find his daughter like hanging in the bathroom? She died. Oh, what? Oh, wow. I have no idea. That was a while ago. What? Really? Yes. I oh my god! Google it. Now we're this muting. We're really gonna have dark. to mute Devin. Yeah, I got dark. <laughs> Look at him. Think about fine. your life decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too soon. Too soon. You know what that deserves. All right. You know what that deserves. Oh, you suck. All right, you're allowed back now. <laughs> but keep. Let's come on matter with us we're falling apart here on the live show uh no. walt disney we're talking about <laughs> uh, what, what do you guys I know? am the community asshole i'm sorry uh, it's fair and the fed talking trash what do we uh what do you guys know about walt disney when you uh, think of walt disney what do you think of let's start with monty monty i'll talk i'll talk softly i'm sorry i apologize monty, i mean what do you think of uh walt disney you're from Cal- you're from California. I know. I'm from, I know. Yeah, I'm from California. Uh, the first, I mean, I think Disneyland and all yeah. the dope movies. Oh, that's good. In yeah. happiness, but I know where you're dopest, going to go with dopest dopest movie uh, from your f- dopest Disney movie. I don't know is that can we even say that? But favorite Disney movie? I don't know. That's I. Didn't you think, think about, about it. it. You think about it. I'll come yeah, back to you, May. When you Tarzan. think of oh Tarzan. Right off the bat. Tarzan. You like the man swinging yeah. around the trees, huh? Uh, he would like that. 
I was uh, just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I couldn't get that movie out of my head, and I was like, Why the fuck is Tarzan? Wasn't wasn't like brain. that just a make though? Someone else invented Tarzan, right? Uh, that's so. Disney. Everyone else invented their stories. <laughs> All right, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Devin, when you think Walt Disney, what what are you thinking of? Oh, just a dude who built a park off cartoons. Uh, what's your favorite Disney movie? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Bambi. Did you just, Classic. is that the only Disney movie you could think of? So you just yelled out Bambi? It's the first one. I'm like, that's the one me and my brothers like really liked. Really? I used to do a really good, I used to do a really good impression of the uh, skunk. Give it to us. You know, he can call me flower if he wants to. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not new or good at it anymore, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought you said you were going to do a great impression of Bambi's mom. Oh yeah. Like. Here, I'll give you a, that. I, does that cartoon get you in the feels? I'll, Even if you're a hunter, you feel bad. Here's a great impersonation of Bambi's mom. There's nothing because she's dead. Uh, my favorite mother, <laughs> mother <laughs> gets lost and shit. He's all alone. The dad He's shows dead. up. He doesn't really want anything to do yeah. with him. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! Jump over this cliff. <laughs> see if you make it. <laughs> damn it! Um, uh, Monty, favorite Disney movie. I think I'm gonna go Lion King. That is a good. That's great. I think I'm gonna that go Lion King. Movie. That's probably the Mulan. I forgot about Mulan. Oh, that's Mulan's probably my good favorite. too. Yeah. Yeah, Mulan. But compared to Lion King, I mean, Lion King was good. That's an obvious. But I mean, like, remember the Titans? Oh, is that Disney? That's Disney. That's yeah, Disney. Wait, that's no. it. Oh, you're that's going those movies. No, no. I'm not going cartoons, those bro. movies. That's a Disney movie. Nah, you got to keep it on Star Wars, then, motherfucker. Yeah. No way. Parent Trap. That's my favorite. Parent Trap. Lindsay Lohan, when she's like a little kid. Yeah, that's exactly what he. I was a little kid when Lindsay Lohan was a little kid. I was just like, oh, just had that urge to further the ginger race after I saw that movie. Is she really ginger? a ginger? Yeah, she she's a ginger. Hair? Well, I don't know. I, I thought she was a ginger. Most so gingers the hide one, it. The number one movie is Snow White. It's yeah, I believe that. top 30 Disney movies of all time. Snow White, Mary Poppins is two, mm. Peter Pan. Oh, Peter Pan is three. Yeah. Mulan is four. No shit. 101 Dalmatians is five. Oh, that was a good... Would see, that's probably my Remember favorite. Hercules? Hercules, I heard they're gonna to they're zero. gonna make a um like uh like a what do they call it um like when they go from cartoon to like humans oh live animation yeah live animation of Hercules live action yeah oh really yeah didn't so, uh, Kevin Servo make a you know, like a whole TV series technically live action Hercules. Um, Walt Disney. Well, let's uh, let's learn a little bit about the man behind the uh, the Magic Kingdom, right? I mean, the guy, yeah. the guy built an empire. Born December fifth, nineteen oh one, in Canada. At the age four, huh. he moved to Missouri, where his uh, where his pop pop uh, worked. Now his dad, uh, what, what they were of American, German, and English descent. Uh, the parents had Walter Elias. Uh, there was Herbert, Raymond, and Roy. They also had a fifth child, Ruth. Now, when he was four years old, family moved to Missouri. 
his uncle had just purchased a bunch of land there. And Disney developed an interest in drawing. Now, according to the myths that uh, uh, that Elias Disney, the father, was uh, very abusive to the kids. And the mom died at a very young age. His mom died at a very young age. And so the father would come home uh, drunk and beat his kids and so forth. And well, his father was Irish, wasn't he? Yes. Yep, Just living up to the family legacy, son. <laughs> <laughs> Me father beat you with his fist and I'll give you Jew. Uh, <laughs> Fun fact, he's Canadian. Didn't know uh, that. Yeah, right? Well, that was interesting, too. Now, uh, Disney grew up and considered himself Missourian, though. You know, because that's... You know, remember any Is of that a word? Moved to the farm in uh, Marceline, Missouri. Yeah, yeah Marceline, Missouri. Now, uh, they, in 1911, they moved to Kansas City, Missouri. Now, there he attended uh, a grammar school, and he met a, met a couple other people there that introduced him into theater in the world of vaudeville. What are you guys, uh, what's vaudeville? Do you guys know what that is? No, never heard of it. You never heard of no vaudeville? No clue. Really? It's, uh, it's uh, like a live entertainment. You go have dinner, and then there'd be a stage. And uh, oh, theatrical theater, yeah, like dinner, dinner theater, kind yeah, of? yeah. But it was just sort of like everything was off limits. It could be just about anything, you know, sort of like a SNL of the day. Hmm. You know, they do a bunch of like funny stuff. I mean, there was no like it was adults themed. You know, no, you weren't taking your kids there. It's like going to Vegas oh. shows. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that okay. exactly. Uh, so now, it was like the scene in uh, the Cable Guy with Jim Carrey. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Or they go to the live performance. <laughs> Isn't that fucking? Uh, what, what is, is that? What's that freaking uh, nights? Uh, God damn it! Medieval times. Yeah, the medieval, medieval times. times. I'm no, been there. that's not vaudeville. That's uh, no, that's, that's definitely not vaudeville. No. Vaudeville's definitely like. Have you guys ever been to a dinner theater? I've been to a handful. No. Of them. no. You just kind of sit there and you have dinner, but they're doing a show like on a stage. It's like right next to the tables. Like dancing and so, gymnastics. Yeah, or, sometimes they do it's like, like Casa Bonita. Yeah, like a cost Benita in a way. For the you get like mariachis. a cube in your entree because you're so close. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. for real. You feel the they're sweat cool coming shows. off. Oh, you needed salt with that? No, just some sweat, please. Just, just a drip. Just a drip. Like sometimes around here, they a lot of times during Christmas, you will you can go dinner theaters that do like Christmas uh, shows, like thirty uh, Miracle on 31st Street or whatever it's called. You know, they'll do cool. like, it is kind of neat. It'd be cool. It's like a one and done deal for me, though. I don't know if I want somebody that close. Anyways, sidetrack. Yeah. My experience is uh, usually older people that attend those. It's I'm just not sure I would want somebody that close, like walking and dancing and talking all over my food. That's all. I think it's not like that. They have like their own little stage. It's not like I'm just saying. Is that like the one in Loveland? It's like right in front of you. Yeah, that's no. what I'm thinking too. The way you explained it was like they're like on the a one in Loveland. Stand yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking okay. Uh, and I think there's like some <laughs> partial nudity too. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were a kid, you probably thing. were super happy to like sneak in and watch those too if you could. Especially anyway. So uh, now it it continues on that uh, him and his brother would wake up at 4:30 every morning, deliver the Times magazine before school. And then after they got out of school, they would deliver the, the Evening Star edition. 
And they were so exhausted that Disney ha- often had poor grades, fell asleep in class. But he did it for more than six years to pay for, you know, his arts and crafts and stuff like that. And then he would take courses Saturday afternoon at the Kansas City Art Institute. And also took a correspondence course in cartoons. The guy had a serious work ethic, obviously. You know, like, the guy was uh, no slouch. Now, in 1917, his dad bought stock in a Chicago jelly producer called the Ozell Company. And they moved back there to the city with his family. And uh, he took night courses at the Chicago Academy of Fine Arts. And I like this. He forged the date of his birth so that he could attempt to join the United States Army to fight the Germans in 1918. Yeah. Then they find out, and then they dishonorably discharge him. Well, he he, uh, joined the Red Cross. Yeah, he joins the Red Cross uh, later on when he's old enough as an ambulance. He was the I know, front person on the uh, on the little carrier of the ambulance. You know what I mean? Really? The ambulance was uh, are you gonna, four are legs. You, I mean, you're really going to dishonorably char- discharge somebody because they want to go fight? How about just kick him out? You know was he dishonorably discharged? That's what I was reading earlier. Maybe it wasn't dishonorably, but maybe it's just... I'm pretty sure that's what it said, though. Uh, you should double-check that while I go on here, because that'd be actually, uh, right, be actually curious. Uh, yeah, but he did join the Red Cross uh, after the war was already over. So, I mean, not to throw a little shade, but hey, a little shade. you know, No threat then. Just driving around in an ambulance after the war was over. I thought that was his way so to get in. Yeah, but the war was over by mid-1918. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in September 1918, the armistice had already happened. By the time All he right. was by the time he was shipped to France, it was over. Yeah. You, okay. He was not he was not suddenly discharged. That's a common misconception. He was just rejected because they figured out that oh, he was. Okay. Thank you for the it was all, my my well, grandfather here, actually my grandfather actually was able to join underage. But instead of using his social security number and trying to pretend to be older, he actually used his sister's social security number. Oh, really? That's he, smart. He had it. He had his sister's social security number tattooed on him so that he wouldn't fucking use his own. And he, re- he that way he could remember it. And then when he was filling out his paperwork, he would use that number. Your grandfather? <laughs> yeah. It's just a long line of patriots coming from the uh, lap side. I like it. Yeah. Um, That's a cool story. Yeah. How old was he? Um. <sighs> I think he was 16, 15 maybe. I think he was 15 when he joined the Navy. If you served in World War One, call 605-868-8404. <laughs> God, it makes me want to and just pretend to be this old codger. <laughs> 115 years old. Your show is filled with filth. <laughs> you guys need Jesus. <laughs> it took me 10 minutes to dial your number on my rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my June bug here, it's only got six numbers on it. <laughs> James O'Sullivan wants a shout out. Hi, James O'Sullivan. He also spelt a very naughty word in one letter form. So I don't know who James O'Sullivan is, but let's clean it up, huh? It's fan of facts. <laughs> Holy cow, bud. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, hey, can you share those? Those comments? What? When you click on the comments, can you share them? I'm curious. Uh, no, I get nothing. I think it's cool. It pops up over that thing. Over, yeah, I know. Over right? the well, screen. I didn't know I, it did that. Yeah, I'm controlling it. So uh, thanks, James O'Sullivan. Delicious. Show. We're learning. Walt Disney. Uh, so he gets back. 
from... He's holding the beer, too. I like that. He what? He's holding the beer in his profile picture. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Nice dark one, too. Nice. Looks like a nice amber ale. Yeah. You know. Oh, Lord. Uh, Walt Disney. <laughs> Can we... So the guy, the guy goes on in 1920 uh, to, well, he goes on uh, uh, 1920 to get, to, or 1919, to work as an apprentice artist for a commercial art studio where he drew commercial illustrations for advertising, theater programs, catalogs, became friends with some of the guys there. He, uh, he leaves after Christmas at age 18 when they were all laid off, him and this other guy by the name of Works, and uh, they start their own business called the Works Disney Commercial Artists. And they don't really attract anybody. <laughs> and they're sort of like Phantom Facts. And uh, <laughs> and uh, they go broke uh, after a few months. And so they decide, well, we'll get a side gig working for a film ad company making, you know, cut out animation. And this is their first, like, venture into that. And they become really fascinated with it. Iworks, his partner, is the one that actually designed what Mickey Mouse looks like. Uh, Walt, Walt, back in the day, looked creepy. I know, you can sort of yeah, see. He was almost a, a rat or no, a bear, wasn't he, or something? Well, he started off as a rabbit. Yeah, a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. They, he started off as a rabbit. And uh, what happened, so I guess what happened is when you worked for these companies, these cartoonist companies, the owner owned any rights to anything you created in the studio. That's kind of like now when you work for any of those firms mm-hmm. or tech firms or like people who write code right. for certain companies. They say anything you create while you work yeah. for us is ours. And like, and even if you're working on a side project that has nothing to do with the yes. business you work in, yep. they can lay claim to your freaking mm-hmm. code for an app that you're trying to create. So a lot, there's I know a lot of people that have had to walk away from a job because their side hustle they were creating is going to be, be able to up. be claimed yeah. by the companies working for. Well, and that was sort of the what was scary when they were creating Mickey Mouse, they were still working for the animation studio. And so what mm. iWorks I would do is he matched it closely to the, uh, the rabbit they had created in that studio. But then if someone came across, he could like flip the trace paper over and it would be the rabbit. So they think he was working on the rabbit actually, when he was actually working on Mickey Mouse. <laughs> He's working on his own shit at work. I love yes. it. Yes. Yeah. These guys were side hustlers, man. They made it work. Uh, you know, it's side a- hustlers hustling at work. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm working on my own thing. Exactly. And uh, and uh, and it worked out for him because uh, so Dis- first of all, they're the reason why they're creating Mickey Mouse is because they create this rabbit. It does financially really good. Uh, people like it. You know, this is during the time of like Felix the Cat, and everyone was doing animals in the animation world and uh they were they weren't talkies you know so like they're you know it was always like the little placard that said what they were saying it's all, yeah it's all action yeah yeah and uh and so they're they do the, i forget what the rabbit's name was like bobo the rabbit or something stupid like that anyway um so disney and our works are feeling pretty good and they go up to ask for a raise and the guy goes oh actually i was gonna deduct your pay nope <laughs> And uh, and I'm going to just like, you know, pretty much bury this rabbit into the ground. I own. He claimed to own iWorks, uh, Disney's uh, former partner. I'm not for sure how to pronounce it. 
works. Oswald, I think it was Oddwall, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was actually oh, yeah. Rabbit's name. Yep, yep, that's good. And, but, but the artist's yeah. name is, I forget how you pronounce his name. His Because his partner plays a big role in this. Him and this uh, I Works guy, uh, you know, have a pretty long-term relationship with each other in animation. Anyway, they, uh, they finally get out. Disney goes and uh, joins with his brother and creates Disney Animation Studios. And they release Mickey Mouse. And everyone knows the Steamboat, Steamboat Willie, right? Steamboat Willie, yep. Yeah. The, I mean, that's pretty iconic. Everyone knows what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what makes Steamboat Willie so iconic? Because you watch it and you're like, eh, you know, it's just a mouse driving a boat. But what made it iconic was it was the first talkie cartoon. Gotcha. The first talkie cartoon? Yeah. They had a, they had a voiceover on it. Oh, yeah, the, him whistling. I loved how the emphasis sounded like someone was peeing in the background. That is his uh, that's fish that's tank. Like that's subliminal tank messaging. It's a fish tank. Yeah. Phantom Facts, helping your daily flow. What kind of fish is that, though, in the tank? That fat little fucker. <laughs> just get the... It's an Oscar. Yeah, it's an Oscar? hey, we grew up with Oscars. Yeah, is that funny. actually Dill down there? The still pickle. What? This is lonely. What are you talking Say about? What? Oh, yeah. In that's the yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it. it's Dill. <laughs> oh, I was like, Dill. I don't know what comments you're talking about. I don't see any comments. Uh, so Disney. Yeah, uh, how are you speaking? Oh, say. Oh, it's uh, someone else should probably run Streamyard. That way they can like. Because I have to oh. manually press these every time someone makes a comment. He creates Walt Disney Studios, Mickey Mouse, huge hit. Um, and he creates a Walt Disney Company. And they start producing films. And at first they start with uh, these live animation Alice in Wonderland. So it's like part person, part cartoon. Like the cartoons are like doing all stuff weird stuff with the real person you know what i'm talking about those type what of... year was this so this was in 1923 okay so he started in 1923 and then you're saying he's starting to do cartoons with people yeah yeah because well he you know he had to sell these cartoons people had to right you know he had to create them and then he was hoping people would buy them and then okay. broadcast them off of their you know, because they were kind of like a little like Looney Tunes back in the day, yes. a little fifteen minute segment yep, or something. Exactly. So this was like a twelve and a half minute segment. They broke it up into like four different sections, so they were like four minutes a piece. Got you. Yeah. And so uh, that's uh, sort of how they get their start. Well, then they go on to uh, they go on to create a bunch of Mickey Mouse cartoons. Uh, Disney and it works separate for a small time because it works is just sort of tired of drawing and he was the main drawer you know just drawing 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 and he wanted to do, he was very talented he created the rolling screen in the back so you could have a different background behind the cartoon when they're like mm. running and stuff you know that the, it's a huge setup and he was a guy that like invented that dude could imagine having to draw all that shit like he's we've all drawn in like art class you know you make a little stick guy and he's supposed to walk and then run and then like you know, do something. You just flip through the pages as you do it. You're right. like, you're the guy that has to draw Mickey Mouse for a four minute cartoon. And that, that is taxing. I mean, well, and you watch it. They got trace paper and they're just like constantly flipping back and forth, drawing a little flipping back yeah. and forth. Right. A little bit, little movement here, a little movement there. And they just move forward like, holy cow. 
Well, I, yeah. The Mickey Mouse before it became Mickey was just goddamn. That thing was creepy. Well, his original <laughs> name was Mortimer Mouse. Yeah, it, I it was, and it was his wife that said, "Listen, wicked. Walt, you gotta change that name because that's just sounds too pompous. Why don't you try Mickey?" <laughs> Here comes Mortimer. Here comes <laughs> Mortimer. Oh, I'll cover him. Yeah. <laughs> Mortimer ain't Mortimer. Oh. <laughs> Let me say it, wee wee. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so then by the time 1928 runs around, 27, that's when Steamboat Willie is created with the first post-produced sound cartoon. Or, you know, talkie. And it was the first one. And people loved it. And uh, he won all sorts of awards for it. He also did one called The Skeleton Dance, which I remember watching as a kid, which is odd. It was from 1929. Um, it was drawn and animated entirely by iWorks, Disney's, hmm. uh, Disney's partner. He also hired like seven other guys to help him with a bunch of... They became known as the Nine Old Men. These guys were like the OGs of the Disney company. And they got to be so comfortable with them that he eventually let them pretty much rule the entire animation. Because he wasn't a big... He did the voices. He liked doing the voices. And the concepts of the stories is what Disney... He's the did. idea and marketing guy. Disney yes. Wasn't, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense because his dad was very well connected. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, as it goes on, uh, he decides after doing a bunch of these shorts... Uh, he decides to take on a huge task. He comes to the studio, and I, I watched uh, interviews of people that were there. And they said that it was a two-and-a-half-hour presentation with the staff of how, for the first time, they would create a feature-length movie that would be entirely cartoon. Oh, wow. And he worked it out, storyboard with them. They said it lasted two-and-a-half hours. He acted out all the voices in the, in the room. And then, uh, and then they went to work on it, and they hired over 200 people to animate it. Uh, everyone in the film industry said that it was uh, it would bankrupt them. They nicknamed the project Disney's Folly because it cost him 1.5 million dollars in 1934 to produce. Ooh, how much is that today? All uh, right, you should look that up while I continue on here. Um, yeah, cost one point four, one point five million dollars to produce, three times over budget. Uh, also, to make sure that it was as realistic as possible, he sent all his animators to an art institute, the uh, was it Coinard Art Institute in Los Angeles, and uh, he brought uh, animals into the studio. He hired actors so that the animators could study realistic movement. I mean, the amount of work he put in this. Uh, movie the multiplane camera which we were talking about which could set various distances from the camera which created yeah. the illusion of depth that's what iWorks had invented he used that in the shooting it and it took him uh, i believe it was over three years to produce this yeah it was over three years because it wasn't released until december 1937 1.5 million devin how much was that back then uh 38 million Thirty-eight million dollars, and and he probably a lot more than what they actually had. Like, like you know, that's probably damn near all the money they had. Well, it didn't for ma- the, like Disney. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, keep that keep that uh, calculator up because uh, in 1937, when it was released, it became the most successful motion picture of 1938 and the most successful sound film 
made to that date with a gross of $6.5 million made. Wow. So, I mean, he killed it. He won an Oscar. He won seven miniature Oscars. Um, I mean, everyone thought he was crazy for doing it, and then it completely paid off. $6.5 million equals what? Hundred, pretty much one hundred thirty-three million days money off of spending. You know, if you do that now, like what did I say it was? Uh, Four. It was. It was like uh, a thirty-eight. 38 million? Yeah, thirty-eight million. And then he made one hundred six gross. Yeah, total gross. Yeah, he fucking that's mega homer. That's grand slam. And he's been known to be like he never got a good job from Walt Disney, nothing like that. He the best you could do is if you pitched an idea and he said that'll work. That was like the biggest compliment you could have gotten. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, uh, I, and I watched this this cool documentary after uh, the Snow White success. He took all of his staff and gave them it was a weekend off, and he he just bought out an entire resort in Florida. Wow. Yeah, did the entire thing and uh, gave them four days. And like the first day was like filled with like racquetball and tug of war and like company activities like that. But then the rest of it was just like straight partying. And I guess like there was accounts where a guy stole a horse and ran it into the hotel lobby. Uh, everyone was getting wasted. <laughs> everybody just, smoked cigarettes. Like everybody, just everybody. a big old gangbang. Just bitches yeah, walking yep. around with cig- like trays full of cigarettes, just passing them out to everybody. Yeah. Like here you go, huge. Yeah, and and one guy, uh, one guy wanted to play a prank on Walt because Walt showed up for the dinner party, and that's the only time he made an appearance. And he was, I guess, he was wasted as well. And so they told the cop, like, why don't you go over to Walt and tell him? tell him he's making too loud of a noise and you're gonna have to shut it down so the cop you know as part of the joke goes over there and tells walt that and walt goes give me your name i'll have your job <laughs> <laughs> so he was feeling pretty good i would say after that success and then he goes on to make you know he makes pinocchio uh he makes dumbo uh you know so all- that first that first one was snow white then. snow white and the seven dwarves is the first full featured animation film got you it's probably why it's the number one on the disney list top yeah, 30 one everybody remembers mm-hmm. yeah i remember snow white and the seven drawers yeah. oh yeah i watched that too i hope that cartoon Hi-ho. that you said you watched Corey or whatever um was that in the compound when you were doing that or which cartoon you, i've never even heard of that what cartoon that one that was in, uh, in the 1929 or whatever steamboat like, willie i remember watching that steamboat willie you never seen steamboat no, other- willie Oh, I don't know. No, which I've one seen is. Steamboat Willie. I'll, I'll have to go back, and then the skeleton dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the skeleton dance. Uh, do you guys want to see it? I can play a. I can play a little clip of it if you want me to. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go to the share screen here. I love that Monty's hungover. Just Monty wants to be glasses. unmuted. <laughs> glasses. Just... Monty's muted. He's got the shackles on. Hang on, boys. I'm working on a deal here. Uh. <laughs> You gotta share your screen. I'm going to. I just had to get it set up before we did that. All right, I'll go share my screen here. Yeah, call in, Dylan. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, Monty is king, he says. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know about that, Dylan. Uh, Give a call. Call in, bro. 605 uh, Now, how are we doing this? Yeah, are we uh, on the bottom now. Are we, uh, are we 
taking call-ins after the main show, or are we just take them as they come in? If it's relevant. Take them as they come in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have a screener, so everything's going to have to be relevant. So. <laughs> yeah. If they get <laughs> on here and yell shit. some dumb shit, you just hang up We'll just have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I don't Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, bro. All right, this is the uh, this is the uh, skeleton dance uh, by Walt Disney. Uh, this was considered too risque. Too risque. This was too risque. <laughs> too risque. Oob, I works. Carl W. Stalling hired someone to do this. It's a silly symphony. How long? Uh, it's uh, five minutes. But you don't have to watch the whole thing. Wait. You know, that just shows you how much people were hurting for entertainment back in those days. You know what I mean? Just like. I know, it's painful, right? As a kid, I remember what the being fuck forced to is watch happening? this. That's well drawn. <laughs> Screw you, Oob. Horrible. Doesn't even look like a wolf. It looks like Pluto. I'm waiting for the part that's not appropriate. Oh, uh, well, here, let me. Uh, it's coming. Up. It's coming. Up. You don't fight. <laughs> Two cats fight on a grave. <laughs> They're spitting on each other. I know. They're mad. Why are they mad? Oh, it's because the, the skeleton. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Why is it? Why is it inappropriate though? I'm still confused. That's the skeletons. It's like before musicals were popular. This was it. This was. Get a performance. Oh my god. Maybe yeah, get that ass. Uh, it was considered inappropriate because it showed, like, uh, not zombies, but, uh, just death? Yeah, death as, like, you know, beating cats. He's gonna play that cat like a violin, it looked like. Cats are always bad. It's very true. Yeah, see, Dylan Kelly's seen this. Um, no wonder when they went to war in 1940. <laughs> well, that's interesting, too. Because after that's only shown that's only shown in theaters, right? Nobody has TVs. Um, yeah, no, that would only be shown in theaters. But it was considered too risky on the silver screen. You know what they used to call it? That well, it's not true anymore. But because the screens were made of silver, like actually made of silver. Yeah, they um, reflected back the picture. Trying, Google it. I was trying variety. Fact, fact of the day: theater screens used to be made out of silver. Uh, is Monty still muted? Probably. Oh, is he muted? His mouth is moving, but no oh, words are coming out. I apologize. <laughs> apologize, Monty. Hold on, Monty. Hold on. Like, went away. Oh, was, there like, we go. Came back. Yeah, Welcome I've back, been Monty. talking to myself for the past 20 minutes, I guess. <laughs> nobody's listening to him. <laughs> I'm like, I've said shit and nobody's have heard you, have or you responded seen this? to anything. Have you seen this uh, cartoon? Yeah, I've seen that cartoon. I love that cartoon. You guys, oh, I was muted. I would watch that cartoon today. Like I enjoy really? that kind of that that kind of uh, <clears throat> that kind of uh, yeah, you're uh, so like full of it. That old school TV show. I like that stuff. Really? 
Uh, well, yeah. the reception. Still on the sauce again? Huh? Do you guys want to hear the reception? Uh, Variety Magazine, July 17th, 1929. Title tells the story, but not the number of laughs included in this sounded cartoon short. The number is high. Peak is reached when one skeleton plays the spine of another in xylophone fashion, using a pair of thigh bones as hammers. Perfectly timed xylo accompaniment completes the effect. The skeleton's hoof and frolic. One throws his skull at a hooting owl and knocks the latter's feathers off. Four Bones brothers do a unison routine. That's a howl. To set the finish, a rooster crows at the dawn. The skeletons, through the night, dive into a nearby grave, pulling the lid down after them. Among them comes a pair of feet, somehow left behind. They kick the slab, and a bony arm reaches out to pull them in. All takes place in the graveyard. Don't bring your children. The Firm Daily, July 21st, 1929. Here is one of the most novel cartoon subjects ever shown on screen. Here we have a bunch of skeletons knocking out the laughs of their own bones. And how? They do a xylophone number with one playing a tune on the other's spine. All takes place in a graveyard, and it is a howl from start to finish, with an owl and a rooster brought in for atmosphere. Wow. Like, this is getting huge for a ruse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Siskel and Ebert would have been like (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love them Hooten Maroos What a howl What a howl Uh, This is back in the day when Charlie Taft was walking around Flipping his cane around (laughs) Falling over (laughs) Uh, But it it changes though All of a sudden After World War II starts Unfortunately, World War II starts. And, of course, Disney, a patriot to his country, serving for the Red Cross after the uh, armistice of World War I, wants to know how he can contribute. And so the FBI and CIA get with him and ask him to start making um, production video films for the war effort. So, like, I looked up a couple of them. They weren't very interesting. It was like how to uh, take a rivet head off of a piece of metal and, just different stuff like that, you know, to help with workers in the factories that were building planes and tanks. Wasn't like uh, Donald Duck, though, like first created to promote, like, buy some war bonds? Yep, yep. Donald Duck was created for that. Yeah, and of course, we all know. And nobody could understand him. You're like, yeah. what am I supposed to buy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> buy Nazi bonds? Um,. I mean, Walt Disney uh, eventually sort of just backed away from the animation, put it on uh, autopilot, let his animators come up with the storylines, went away from voice acting. But then he returns. And after uh, after World War II, he decides that he is going to create a park where only magic lives. And that is known as Disneyland. And uh, he picks a plot of land by Anaheim, California, and creates this huge, huge theme park. Think about that. Back in those that day, that land was just open land. Right. Yeah. There was nothing there. Close to the ocean. You know? Yeah. Nothing's there. Now it's houses all the way to Victorville. Well, and that got him very upset because it happened after he created Disneyland. Mm. He, uh... He had to build a fence around it. And the whole idea is like you go into Disneyland and you forget you're in the United States. You know, you're in <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah. 
And uh, all these people started building uh, motels and, you know, restaurants all around Disneyland. And so not only was he losing profit there by people not only going to Disneyland, but he also it took away from the effect of being in a magical kingdom. Mm. So, after learning- I don't know, they did a pretty good way. Like they've done a good job of sealing it off, though. Because now, when you go in there, you don't see shit. Are you talking Disneyland well, or Disney World? Yeah, land. Yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. But he was well, upset about it. He didn't care. He was he was pissed. He wanted something even more immersive. And- so that's why he built Disney World. That's why he built Disney World. Yeah. He bought like I think yeah. surrounded by water. Right. You yeah. know how big yeah. Disney World is. It's massive. I know that. It's the size. I've been there once. It's, it's a good time. It's the entire size of San Francisco. Yeah. Holy shit. Really? I believe it. I believe that. And I thought they said it was the size of uh, the state of Massachusetts. Or no. No. no that can't be right. That's it's way too the size. square miles. It's the size of the city of San Francisco. And, uh, yeah. Which the, is large. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. And he bought it. And, well, he... He had to finance it, so he went to a couple of old buddies. Uh, Twenty-seven thousand acres Disney World covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Damn, twenty-seven, like two hundred dollars an acre is what he paid for it too. And uh, he set up this weird. It's two different municipalities, and uh, it's the only form of government that can't be governed from outside. It's very interesting. No shit. Yeah. So no. if you break the law in Disney, what happens? Or in Disney World, it goes to uh, it goes to the largest landowner of that municipality. Okay, the case is decided by the largest land. That's how it's written up. So, I mean, so that means uh, the largest landowner of that municipality is Walter Disney. So right, yeah. So he got to decide what what the fuck went on over there. I mean, he was brilliant. To- I mean, to a point, like when he opened up the the park in California. Um, what he charge a dollar, uh, a dollar per adult, fifty cents per kid, and then like made record sales when it first opened. You know, I yeah, mean, he just absolutely crushed the game. You know, it made made his money back tenfold. You know, when he first opened up that park. Henry Plummer is uh has mocked yeah. you, but they, yeah, the size of the state of Massachusetts. Laugh, laugh, dead. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, so um, he creates, yeah, he creates this amazing, amazing world. And it's, you know, it's full of secret tunnels and all that stuff. And all the actors go through a special area. And you, you forget any sense of where you're at. And uh, over time, he also wanted to create a community called the Epcot Center. And that would be just full of people. It's sort of like... Um, you know, anyone that worked at Disney could live there, and then, you know, you got paid in Disney coin, and then you got to buy all your oh, stuff. Oh, shit. There's like no money. Like... Yeah. It didn't work out. Turned out it didn't work out. But uh, he, so... did build, <laughs> he did build a couple. Like, he wanted the... it to be like the Truman Show, in a sense. Like, yes. He wanted, yeah. like, the, the New World Order before it got popular of, you know, rent everything, own nothing, you know, live in this beautiful design of a neighborhood you know his whole plan was to take over a lot of florida and and turn all that into that whole you know that whole mindset well, but uh, some of that didn't work out 
Uh, we got a comment here from Dylan Kelly. In the 1930s, Disney attended meetings of pro-Nazi organization, the German-American Bund. He also hosted a known Nazi propagandist. And I do not appreciate this, Dylan Kelly. We're ruining <laughs> the magic of Disney. So make... a little fun fact for you. In uh, 1971, Disney World, Disney World, the cost was $3.50 a person to get in, which would have been equivalent to $21 in today's price. In 1971. Well, anyway, yeah, I brought up the stereotype, uh, you know, making fun of blacks to, uh, but you do have to take into account the era. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there was definitely a lot of more Nazis back then. Like, I don't of, agree with. It. Oh, I think it's worship. And there was definitely a lot of Nazi propagandists that uh, that a lot of people were involved in. A lot of people supported the German war effort. Until I mean, Walt Disney's dark. best friend was J. Edgar Hoover. One of the most racist bigots out there in the face of the earth. Uh, anyway, Walt Disney, uh, a smoker. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we're trying to ruin Walt Disney right now. You know, like this is just supposed to be a beautiful episode about the guy who created really a magical kingdom. We can't bring up any conspiracy and, ideas about him. And, I, I guess we can. Dilton. I guess we can. Do we? Do we have any or? Did he build the two touch children? Is that what you were saying? Traffic. God, I hate that fucking theory that he was used it to traffic children or he was a pedophile and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I don't I I refuse to accept that. I don't think he was either. I just I I know that's out there. I've never heard I've never heard that he was pro Nazi before. I I've heard. Yeah, no, I heard he was pro. Nazi. He hired a bunch of Nazis. Um, right, I don't know if that's it. true, Dylan. <laughs> All right, Dylan. All right, Dylan. Get a little. Get rid of that. <laughs> Maybe your ears. <laughs> okay. It keeps coming up. Make it go away. Okay, I will. <laughs> oh. uh, he said false fact. Uh, yeah, no. Walt Disney was uh, was actually just a wonderful human being that created ma- magical, <laughs> wonderful. No, no, no. Things. I do love Disneyland and Disney World. I mean, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fun to go there with your kids. I mean, it's it's a magical kingdom. Yeah, exactly. I enjoy it. You know what's cool about it? You just better open up that wallet, son. Yeah. For Disneyland and Disney World, like you said, he built a basically a city within a city, right? And the mm. fact that you don't ever see like any of the cast members carrying trash away right. or, or any maintenance or anything like that happens. Because there's a lot of documentaries. Mm-hmm. The parks were built to where you don't see any like maintenance or anything like that yeah it's all done behind maintenance ninjas yeah that's exactly what they are everything's done through like little back alley little Mm -hmm. uh walkways and well they've also entrances and exits right well they've also like when you walk into certain areas they like fragrant the air Mm -hmm. you know to like make it smell a certain way so you're more apt to like buy some shit yeah you know that's all pretty interesting too Feel free to call Dylan at six zero five eight six eight four four. Yeah, he might as well give a call in. At this I know. Rate. I mean, I feel like this guy. I'm. 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 Uh, Disney. Let's see. Disney World lost their streets. Lost I hear. their streets. Uh, I hear. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. You bring that mm, up. Lost their streets. Um. Because. What does that know, mean? Well, I'm. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, they're. There is the fact of the person, well, the two people that finance the purchasing of uh, Disney World. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you Walter guys know that. and who else? 
Um, do you guys? Do you guys know who? No, no. The FBI. Um, no, not not the FBI. Um, Let me guess. What's Bill his Gates? face? Uh, no, the guy that killed himself. Or, I mean, who didn't kill himself? Epstein. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. No. Well, that's don't tell me Epstein. That would be hilarious. No, that'd be awesome. Bill Clinton. Walter Disney. Walter Disney was uh, lived way before Epstein. They may have been best friends, though. Um, It was Matthew Federick, Ben Bolin, and Noel Brown. Never heard of them. Any of those guys are. They were the uh, uh, just you know top CIA agents helped build his famous park through financing. Oh, oh yes. yes! So you're saying they use the uh, there it is. use the funds from the, uh, the CIA it. did help uh, get the Epcot land. Paul Halliwell, who ran CIA operations in Southeast Asia, which is known for starting Vietnam War, William Wild Bill Donovan, also head of the World War II spy organization that eventually became the CIA, with their help. Disney could not only keep the land costs low, but also retain total control over it in perpetuity. Wild Bill Donovan and his law firm created numerous shell corporations through which the property could be purchased and organized a disinformation campaign to keep the locals from determining that it was really the Disney company that was buying it up as fast as he could. Otherwise, the residents would have asked a lot more for the money. Now, this is interesting because I listened to a reporter that uh, figured it out on her own. I forget her name, and I feel bad for forgetting it, but she asked Walt Disney uh, if he was purchasing land in Florida because she was from Orlando, and Orlando at that time was never a, uh, a like a hot spot destination back in the... No, oh, it's right in the middle of fucking yeah, hot. It was not, uh, it was not you know a I mean? destination no water whatsoever. Close. To which he lied to her and said he had known nothing about, and she went on to report it anyway because she said... Walter Disney was a horrible liar. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, but it was just interesting that the one of the, uh, well, let's see here. Uh, let's see, we'll also go. Yeah, he pu- purchased the 27,000 acres and spent an average of 200 per acre. Um, Paul Hellwell came into the picture uh, after the property had been built. And he said that uh, he, he taught, one of the heads of MK Ultra taught Walt Disney how to create phantom cities where the property was located, install a compliant government, and how he could get away with being almost separated from the state of Florida for having to answer. That's why that's why this whole tiff between Florida and Disney World has happened, as I'm sure what Dylan is referring to. Um, yeah, I just opened what he sent. It's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, why don't you uh, go into it? Was that the DeSantos thing? It's this this Marshland, Missouri area. <clears throat> uh, I didn't really read the article through and through, but it's a community with about 2,500 people two hours northeast of Kansas City. And it's a, I, what is this? It's an emotional Eidostone, Eidostone of Walt Disney. So I guess they built Main Street at the oh. Walt Disney Parks is based off this town in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, this link Dylan shared, I thought that's what you're referring to. The Disney loses I special did, well, district I status. One of them. Which one did I open? Because I, because I could have swore that um, now, like, 
I opened the image one, not this. Yeah, oh, no, click on the image one. Yeah, click on that one and read, give that a read, and then you can bring it in. What were you saying, May? I think the residents have to pay, help pay for Disneyland or Disney whatever now that's down there. Well, Disney had pretty much um, special district status in the state of Florida. That's how they could get away mm-hmm. with, uh, get you know, they didn't have to deal with any other type of entity. That's why I took the uh, FBI to raid member of the uh the the 200 some people that were arrested so they all lost <coughs> their actual uh they've lost their special district status yeah yeah yes yeah i didn't know that well they should i mean come on now are you an american and a fuck america you know what i'm saying disney owns your libertarian and utilities in the twenty-five thousand acre district plus operates a police force and a fire department wow well, you have to if you're in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, there was a town too that he bought and started. I just celebration maybe in Florida. I think you're and right. And then he yeah. sold it. Yeah. And then he sold it, and then the investors that bought it like didn't do anything with it, and like the town people were like, "Motherfucker, our town is falling apart here. Can you help us?" And they were <laughs> like, "We we bought this as an investment to flip it. We're we're not in any business to help you." So and what happens? Celebration town with the shit. So what happens now if they lose their uh, special interest district? What happens now? Are do they fall under normal Florida state? Uh, I don't know laws and stuff. I thought so. I thought this is too. This is what a lot of the people are pissed about is they have to help pick up like the taxes and stuff for Disney now. I thought that was the big argument or. Well, what's interesting is this William Wild Bill Donovan um, and the other guy that uh, were known for starting the operations in Vietnam. There was a reporter, Timothy Allman, and he wrote a book, The True History of the Sunshine State, Hmm. Finding Florida. And uh, this is a quote from um, the Florida's Bureau of Fair Rides Inspections. He says, we don't have the authority to close the park down or close the rides. And what was interesting is as this guy was researching the CIA operatives in uh, Laos and um, different parts of Asia, he found this link back to Walt Disney and how these firms helped create Disney. Now, I, I mean, you could say you leave the CIA and start a new life, but this was the time during Project Mockingbird, right? How come all this wasn't Project comes back? Wasn't Project, so Mo- wasn't Project Mockingbird early 60s when that one CIA guy retired and yeah. then moved to L.A. and started his own news company? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all Mockingbird. Remember, he's, he used the... Uh... The funds that they cre- that they set aside to rebuild Europe, the CIA used those funds as like a slush fund to pay for shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the same time the the talks for Disney World start happening, and the people yeah, that that's are that's what he said. Like the funds were endless; like they could do whatever they wanted because they just used the I can't remember the big New Deal. What the hell was the name of that fucking? You know, what I'm talking about the big package they made to rebuild Europe. Oh, the Truman the Truman Deal? Or no, not the uh, yeah. Um, was it the Truman? No, it wasn't the Truman deal. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I forget what that was called. But yeah, the yeah they were funneling funds all throughout for their projects using, uh, god damn it. No, you got it. Though. I'm, I'm a Lugal in it right, right now. Yeah. 
So uh, Marshall Plan. The Marshall, Marshall Plan. Plan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which had about uh, fifteen billion worth of uh, funds to help finance rebuilding after World War II. Um, and the CIA pulled funds from that all the time. Yeah, all the time. And this would have been the exact same time Walter Disney went to these people to ask for funds to build Disney World. Went to these two guys in particular. They funded it and created the means to hide funds from the actual corporation into shell corporations uh, so that they wouldn't have been caught. Uh, in violation of both U.S. and Florida constitutions, those rules for the two pseudo-cities was passed by the Florida legislator and, and legislator in uh, 1967, violation of both the U.S. and Florida constitutions. Um, they carefully drafted the laws specified that any elected office holder must own property within the cities. The law, which states that each candidate for office must be the owner either directly or as a trustee of real property situated in the city, ensured any local politician would be intimately linked with Disney. On the day of his inauguration, Walt Disney boasted of creating a new kind of America by turning the state of Florida and its statutes into their enablers, Disney and his successors pioneered a business model based on public subsidy of private profited, uh, coupled with uh, corporate immunity from the laws, regulations, and taxes imposed on actual people. From what I'm reading here, it's like uh, when they got to act as their own entity, they pretty much became their own county government. Like they were still under U.S. law, but they could they could be their own county, wouldn't have to deal with all the other bullshit. So Disney owns the roads and they used to own the roads and utilities in the 2,500 acre district. And uh, pretty much they could build any building they wanted, build any road they wanted without any local oversight. But now because those are gone, the county has to approve any new buildings, has to approve any new roadways that they build in their park. Well, I think that's the only way too big to have shit. their own police force and fire department. Is right. Because they were their own special. They were their own districts. county. Yeah. They, yeah. they, yeah. And like uh, I said, so they were their own all, little, they were legit their own it's, little it's, city. It's, it's kind of funny because it all comes about because of their uh, Disney's woke policy, right? Because so they were, they were against the, the gay way. thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they, were against, they were against Florida's like policy on education about like, don't how call you me gay or. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't say gay law. So yeah, Disney don't was say against gay it. Law. So then Florida says, oh, yeah, well, we're going to revoke your freaking district privileges, bitches. Mm -hmm. Wham! <laughs> so Santos was like, you see this? This is a penis. <laughs> Boom, right on the face. Yeah. But I think at this fuck point, on me, I fuck on you. we can just say that Walt Disney was, you know, just a shrewd businessman, right? I mean, he just, you knew how yeah, to it was use. Really smart. It's yeah. a good way to, like, side cut any, like, you know, red tape. You know, right. he could build what he wanted. He could build the roads he wanted without having to yeah. go to somebody and it's doing all smart. the bullshit. Yeah. It's smart because if you don't have that, <clears throat> if he never had that, think about all the permitting and certifications that oh, yeah. you would have to go through. You would have never built what it's, he built. You, somebody would have gotten well, upset about a little ant or gerbil Yeah, or but something. maybe, you know, we wouldn't be stuck on It's a Small World for an hour and a half just hoping that the train <laughs> starts again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, thank God. That's, that's true. That's as bad when as When I was a kid, true. I got stuck on that ride for a fucking hour and a half. It's a small world. That is the worst. These fucking dolls are just rotating, you know, just like, oh, 
take me off this ride. I'm like 13, you know. I'm like, you're like this water <laughs> down, this water down here is three <laughs> feet deep. I will walk. My kids are like, hey, dad, let's go on a small one. I'm like, I am not going on that ride. You guys Forever can do it if you start. want. I'm gonna be over here at the beer stand. Do you guys let uh, me know when you get off that ride? Do you guys remember the snoring scene in uh, Seven White? In, uh, Is that a truly? Or, Hang uh, on a second. Snow Was that truly there? Huh? Say what? what are you you drink about? a little juice there, bud? Oh. You know what, bud? Oh. Huh? Hey, go! They go! Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Bash them together, yeah. Stone Cold. Oh. Yeah! Oh. 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 All right, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No. I just happened to no, see that good. shit. I was just saying, <laughs> I was just saying, I was glad that that was, uh, you know, just because he worked with the CIA. And it's uh, definitely interesting. I'm, I'm sure there's Hoover. funds funneled to help him do that. You know, doesn't make him. I just him think it's weird how bad. that it that stuff is always connected. Maybe it's because he had his ties with media. I'm guessing is why the CIA oh. helped him, like get into the Mockingbird project somehow. He, oh, you think he through was, his animations? You think, I don't know. Um, hmm, that's interesting. You know, there is there is an odd thing. You remember the snoring scene in uh, in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Yeah. And you're taxing me that I haven't seen Snow White in fucking years. I know what you're talking about. You remember? You sort of remember that, you know, when she's like all, uh, all got uh, sort of grossed out by him all sleeping yeah, and all that stuff. Dylan. Yeah, Dylan drinking with us. Uh, well, the, the only reason I bring it up is when they asked Walt Disney what inspired that scene, it was because he had gone to Bohemian Grove in 1936 and uh, decided that uh, after attending that. Uh, he would include that scene from what he saw from all the guys sleeping at uh, Bohemian no Grove. Way. Yeah. Well 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 no way. No way. Sort of interesting. That's sort of interesting, well I thought. I mean, listen, just because his father was a 33-degree Mason in uh, Rostochristian, which I don't know if you remember, but that was, uh, that was the same type of uh, Magi belief. What was his name? Aleister Crowley participated yeah. in? Yeah. This was the hole I was yeah. hoping we were going down the whole time. Um, yes. Where the rich but that and was his dad, go. Monty. That was his dad. That was just his dad. That wasn't that wasn't Walter Disney. And just because That's where the his, rich and powerful go to misbehave, isn't it? Um, the Bohemian Grove. The Grove. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and they also they also worship to Molech there. Well, yes, we've every talked year. about this yeah, before every year. But I mean, Walter Disney. I'm not saying Walter Disney <laughs> every year. Was I mean, he just he every Club year. 33 in, in Disneyland. And, well, that's, you know. that's you know, that's besides the point. Uh, I'm just talking about um, he was of the same occult belief as the great Aleister Crowley. And uh, which I can't remember. What was Aleister Crowley all into? What was it? Oh, come on. You know, it's your episode. I got was it black child magic sacrifice? Wasn't it? was it child sacrifice using black magic? child sacrifice is that black magic oh that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. that's right um why do we always have to take this dark turn I'm have you ever comes like back did you ever go and like look on youtube for the like the recordings of alistair crowley yes yeah they're creepy as fuck he sounds like uh colonel what's his face from apocalypse now or like possessed one of the, one of the yeah. two yeah and i said to them this is how it shall be. It's <laughs> super creepy. Um, yeah, so it turns out that Walter Disney was a member of the Gnostic Rosicrucian uh, Society for the Youth. 
from the age of 16 to 21. Mm. And then his membership sort of goes dark after that once he becomes a uh, famous artist. And then, uh, yeah, at age, uh, age, I think it was 35, he, um, he creates Disney World with the funding of the CIA. Just, you know. Allegedly, yeah. Well, no, that part isn't allegedly. That part's very yeah, well known. That's just documented very well. Yeah, that that part's documented. I mean, just because there are reports of I him. I showing in trouble. Him. I mean, he was best friends with the FBI, too. Yeah, him I mean, and J. Edgar Hoover wore dresses with swap stories. Did you parties, look into that but, that that story, or that, uh, not the speech? Just or tell me. Whatever just tell me what J. it is. Edgar said. What did I say? It said, uh. J. Edgar said to Walt, I'm indeed pleased to be at service to you and affording you a means of absolute identity throughout your lifetime. But nobody right. knows what that exactly means. But J. Edgar is on record to saying that to Walt Disney. Well, Walt Disney came out and said, Walt Disney and I are two very different people. Who said that? I, Walt Disney said that Walt Disney and I are two very different people. But what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Well, now read. What He's did, not Walter. What did J. Edgar Hoover say again? Read that again, May. Okay. He said, "I am in. I am indeed pleased to be at service to you and affording you a means of absolute identity throughout your lifetime." Walt Disney said, "A means of identity." I, Walt Disney and I are not the same person. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Yes. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the uh, that's the story of Walt Disney. There's a lot of conspiracy. Whoa! whoa, whoa. Didn't he die? Wait, Is no. that frozen? Yeah, Wait, supposedly, what? And supposedly he's frozen, but nobody knows exactly if it's head or if it's his whole body. Wait, then, what are you talking about? Um, they froze Walt Disney. Yeah. So he won. He was a big. He was. He wanted to do that whole, uh, what is it? What's it called? Like cryogenically. Cryogenic. Yeah, cryogenic. But cryogenic came out like right after he died. But the, I guess the family lawyer knew that Walt wanted to, that's what he wanted to do, but it wasn't popular or wasn't a thing until he died. But um, supposedly there's a nurse that's, you know, that saw Walt at the, at the hospital you know, his body was getting frozen, but then Walt's daughter came out and said, no, we cremated him and we spread it. We spread his ashes, you know, um, yada, yada. But, and, but supposedly his body is under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's supposedly Wait. frozen. Um, and it's put underground under the Pirates of the Caribbean. It says ride. frozen body, bro. Yeah. But they don't know if it's his body or if it's head. So but his head is just down there, fucking underneath parts of the Caribbean. Could be, because I want to say the price was like, what was it, fifty thousand to do your, to do your head, and it was like two fifty or, it might be closer, but it, I think it's like two fifty to do your whole body. To have my like question here's my broken. question though: if, if you fucking died of like natural causes, like how the fuck are they gonna supposed to bring it back to life if you're fucking dead? You're fucking right. Like, whatever killed you, whatever, I don't care. 
whatever killed they, you, they like, gonna, it's over. Wait. Like, you can't reverse that shit once you're dead. So, in 2021, September 26th of 2021, there was a legend that Walt Disney's frozen body was going to be thawed in December to bring him back to life. Yeah, and I heard that that's not true. Many skipped, uh, speculated his body was under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And the the name, uh, what is this? The movie yeah. Frozen mm-hmm. was all about his, him and his yeah. body and them wanting yeah. to thaw him out. Supposedly. Supposedly thaw him out, yeah. yeah. What? Are we not going to talk about how um, supposedly... Disney was used to help fake the moon landing because we never went to the no, moon. No, that's not gonna the go moon landing. Like that's a different landing. Story. We totally went to the fucking moon. Right? Just, We're going to talk about that? Like, I'm okay. going to be the guy again? All right, I'm just it. saying. I'm just saying. We are not going that route. Supposedly it said live simulation on TV. It's, CBS had it. It's uh, been proven by both Russia and China are that we've been on the fucking moon. Why would they say that we've been on the moon? I'm just saying, they're, they're interesting like the top things critics. I found was, while looking for Wild yeah. Dis- or looking at Disney. Dylan yeah. wants to talk about how the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz put right, himself Dylan. in the back. Let's stay on focus here, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, that's not a Disney. That's movie. a different. That's different I, it, rabbit holes. It, it, yeah, that's a it's deep rabbit yeah, hole. Actually, there was a lot of deaths and injuries. On I was that reading. I'm reading set. here that I I'm reading here what May was saying is like it's rumored. Like the that he's frozen is false. Oh, and Mortimer means yeah. the devil, by the way. What was that? Mortimer means the devil. Mortimer. Yeah. Mortimer. The mouse he named. And oh wow! Good his, job. His signature, Walter, Walter Disney, on everything has the six 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 hidden inside each of the words. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which would make sense if he was part of the Rosicrucian order of Gnostic, whatever. Uh, you know, because they are do as thou wilt type of people. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think I just hit the iceberg on old Walter Disney. I think in the end, though, did he bring more good than evil? Uh, I mean, people love his stuff. I think loving something doesn't make it good for you. People love. Uh, You're saying Donald's. Lion King is inherently evil, then? Well, no. I Bambi's Bambi's evil. No, I don't say that at all. I didn't say that at all. I'm just saying what type of you know the physical good. That you think it's created. Is it really that good? Is Miley Cyrus really yes. that good? Is Hannah Montana no. really that good? Is uh, Britney Spears really that good? Yes. Is, and they got people out of fucking heaven it, to wash your children. They just plopped them down right there. I like, can hey, keep going. Stay here. No keep move. Going. I, I mean, and all of those people. Um, Everybody got to see her vagina. Got, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, more good than bad. That's really a question. Yeah. I mean. I mean it would be so cool, though. I mean, I, I don't know. So cool. But imagine just working at Disney, right? And hush, creating fan art. And then you put like a penis in the movie poster and hope that someone finds it. You know? That's See? true. Like, oh, have you ever, have you ever heard Aladdin? In Aladdin, you can totally hear Aladdin say, take off all your clothes. Yeah. In that scene when he's on the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally there. Now I'm now that I think you is just what? a bunch it's of cooped up animators yeah. that are just horny as fuck, and that's what they do. You know, like a lot of those guys were separated from the women in the in the art studio. Uh, the women did the ink work, <laughs> the men did the animations, and they were separated. And it was illegal to have any type of contact with them, which meant that they just fucked in the background all the time. 
And usually nerds you know, are the and, and, people. And yeah, you're horny as fuck in your early 20s. You're going to draw a fucking... I mean, the Romans drew it on the Hadrian's Wall. Someone's going to draw it in a Disney movie. Like, that stuff I don't feel like. But I do think that the uh, mythology of how he found... Well, Disney himself wasn't a womanizer by any means. He was just into young boys. Which Proven I think we'll save, uh, we'll save for the next episode. Oh, yeah. And Legend. Uh, no, not allegedly. Well, I mean, Harvey Weinstein was allegedly, so we'll go along those same lines. But well, he got convicted. I think pretty sure now you can say he did. did was he convicted? Is he in jail? Or was he Harvey just Weinstein? Accused? Yeah. Or was he accused? Yeah. I didn't think he went to jail. He fucking raped a bunch of women. Uh, who was the uh, who was the guy that uh, escaped to like Argentina? That was part of the Charles Manson household. Not he wasn't part of Charles Manson's little gang, but they did the murder in his house, and that's they murdered his wife at the time, and then it turned out he was big into child pedophilia. Oh, uh, the first God. one! God damn it! Um, yeah, the first. Weinstein got twenty three years for his okay sexual exploits. Well, um, I think you find Mary Tate. Was, Mary, was it Mary Tate? Right. Um, yeah, but what was it, what was the guy's what was the guy's name? He's a famous uh, director. I can't remember. I can't remember Robert, his name. Robert Tate. <laughs> no. I don't think it was Tate. Uh, Listen, a I great mean, episode. says to thank fucking Walt Disney for everything. I would think so. so. I would think so. But we'll get into that next Tom week. Hanks. Sharon Tate. Uh, the child pedophilia and the uh, raping of younger boys. Like, he was raped by his father. And secret God, sex ceremonies. Roman Polanski. You're talking about Roman Polanski. About Roman. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is you know is listen. Walt Carver, Disney. Carver caught him. We don't. Fr- we need to. Fr- we need to remember. Walt Disney is part of the Hollywood establishment. He is not separate this from is it. True. He is part yeah. of Hollywood. He's always been part of Hollywood. So this type of behavior or things being looked under is not new in Hollywood. It's more than often covered up by other people of power. So, uh... Like Prince so I, Andrew? I used to work with a guy in the oil field out in California. He can get us all jobs making 45 bucks an hour in Hollywood if we want it. How? 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 What do we Fuck do? Okay. Um, like, moving uh, moving equipment from, like, movie set to yeah. movie set, like, driving trucks. No, he said all it is terrible. is a big fuck party. Yeah. He says you get together with all the crews and everybody's just fucked drugs i mean it's like you're getting so much overtime famous people are hooking up with roadies i mean it's oh ah, yes <laughs> i yeah. bet not yeah he says it, he said he's witnessed some shit that uh, who is he fucked that was famous i didn't he i didn't ask if he fucked. he ain't anybody. gonna drop that kind of information mom, no. come on this motherfucker but i asked like, him i was like are you part of the one percent illuminati you're in it now He's like 100. He's like Chris it. Farley on fucking Billy Madison. Like, <laughs> I I know from experience, dude. Yeah. He's uh, like, no, no, you don't. He's like, no, I don't. But this guy, no. Yeah. No phone yeah, calls no, today. No phone calls today. I'm a little bummed by that. Six oh five. I should uh, I should force my my one of my kids to fucking call in. No, no, that just feels <laughs> feels. Like, oh, we need yeah. Like Jordan call in and just we'll, we'll get know, one. Trash talk you on your war zone inability. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody plays that garbage show? anymore. Nobody plays that garbage. I know he keeps playing. He's like, "Dad, my KD on uh, my KD on Rebirth like four I'm nobody like, I, "I don't care. That game is trash. Fucking Rebirth sucks. 
Yep. Um, gentlemen, Walt Disney. That's the story of uh, Walter Elias Disney. Ooh, Part of the story. Name. Part, Part of the story. story. Part two next week. It's pretty cool. And it's also so cool that-, that the FBI killed Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, can we can we can we say that it is partial evidence that you know you can beat success into your children? Yeah. Wait, what? I missed that. I was. I mean, what Dillard was writing? I mean, I mean, didn't fucking Mike's Mike's dad? That's beat a cold the, open. Beat that. That's a you know cold open. I'm just saying. <laughs> what the hell was uh, Michael Jackson's dad's name? Fuck. <laughs> he did the same shit. Uh... Gentlemen, that was the way of the land. That's uh, that's I think that's a, let's call that a wrap. Good shit today. Very yep. uh, very that happy about it. And yeah, uh, IPAs do some. not suck. Go, <laughs> I hope he calls every day next week. <laughs> uh, well, until next week. Have a good evening, PUBG everyone. time. PUBG time. Let me say it right now. Yeah, give me. Yeah, give me a try. Let's figure it out. If you like this podcast, give us a subscribe. Wow! Like and subscribe. Come on, Devin. What? <laughs> he said like and subscribe. You didn't even listen. What about our Twitter and our Instagram? Yeah. And we most importantly, our Patreon. Did you just ask you, if we have all that? You're adding a bunch of shit in here. I'm just saying subscribe. This is the emergency to talk to Jamal or Devin. That's 605-866-8404. Curious minds required.